Welcome to another episode of Paranormal Exile Podcast with Gigi and, of course, Mama Mary. Um, so let's touch uh, base on what is going on with the world right now. What do you think of this sickness, Mama? A lot of craziness with the coronavirus. Just nuts. It is, and it's escalating minute, quickly. Well, yeah. Last week, one minute you're hearing about it, then all of a sudden schools are closing down, and it's not really a little bit mass hysteria, but it's it's you're thinking about it, then all of a sudden shit gets real. Yeah. And it's it's a bigger thing than you know what you thought was before. One minute yeah. it's you know, nothing serious, and then it's a big deal. Yes. Mass hysteria, yes. (laughs) It's, uh, the issue is, you get those few people that start, like, buying all the toilet paper and whatnot, and then there's people like me. We buy it once a month. And, (laughs) (laughs) and so, like, when I go in, I'm like, oh, shit, there's no, (laughs) there's no paper for my shit. Like, (laughs) I... (laughs) I'm screwed. So I had to go over to the next town. I finally found some and I had to look like a hoarder. However, I only bought like six, four packs because I left some for other people that were there getting it. But I'm like, oh, my God. But then that puts me in a situation to where, well, what happens if there isn't none next time I come? So then there isn't any. Right. That this it turns into a vicious cycle just from them few people like freaking out over everything. And it isn't just toilet paper. It's it's everything when you think about it when it comes to providing and stuff for your family you know there's more than just your family you know uh baby wipes and the diapers that that was one thing i saw on the facebook a lot of and i i understand but other people have babies too you're taken away from those babies yeah you're the greed i think um your dad and i went to and there's still no there's still no toilet paper nothing no there, there's not um do you guys need some I have three extra packs that I kept in my car just in case I knew people that needed some. I'll let your dad know. He'll be relieved. I got you. I got you. No, and 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 that's the issue with it. Like, I I get it. You want to be prepared, but don't over prepare. Because then, okay, let's say in a week they got this shit under control and everything can go back to normal. I'm not saying that's gonna happen, but what if it did? Then you stockpiled all this toilet paper. You spent all this money on this toilet paper, and, yeah, and you might need it for something off. else. You know, if you if you get quarantined, you can't go to work. You just spent three hundred dollars on toilet paper that could have been used for groceries or your house payment or electric bill or something. And you're like, oh man, at least I got all this teepee. Yeah, yeah. Like exactly. I, you can't pay your bills with it, and you, you know the bills aren't gonna stop. Like I don't know, I have. I have mixed emotions about everything. Everything's just crazy right now. It is all crazy. It and, really is. It is. And I'm trying very hard because I, I have horrible anxiety. And it's even before this, it was getting crazy at nighttime because I text you about it even. Mm-hmm. And then even with this stuff going on, I've I've had to find ways to uh, to compensate for that to try to stop these <laughs> These things happening, like, where I'm just, like, I'm not even really thinking about, okay, the corona or, you know, am I going to be able to go to work tomorrow? Am I going to be able to pay my bills? But then I just, it's a lot and a lot for an empath even to go through this because so many people are in panic mode. So to go out and be around people in panic mode, holy or, shit. We're all freaking out. Yeah. nothing to do about it. Yeah. yeah. But you feel it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to go to fucking Walmart. I want to nap. 
Then yeah. people make me tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, holy mm-hmm. crap. And they're either stressed or they're angry. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no each other over it. Yeah. Well, here's the, the, here's a funny thing about the toilet paper. I watched a video and it was like, I was like, Oh, is this from black Friday? Fuck. No, it wasn't. It was people fighting over toilet paper. It looked like it was a black Friday <laughs> video, like a TV that they got for a hundred bucks or something. No, it was fucking roll of toilet paper. I'm like, <laughs> wow. Wow. However, with that being said, they do have some pretty, Freaking funny memes out there right now. <laughs> that is helping me cope. I, I will say that. <laughs> so, all right, with all that, before we jump on our episode today, which is also Waverly Hills Sanitarium, which is kind of ironic with everything going on. Uh, <laughs> I would have thought that uh, the coronavirus had come out when we were getting ready to do this episode. Yeah, just <laughs> absolutely crazy. So we did, we promised you guys an announcement for our year anniversary that we were going to do for the podcast and all of our excitement and whatnot. I got really mixed emotions on this too because of everything going on. We may, we may not be able to go. What I, what we will tell you guys is that we were going to, you can say it. <laughs> uh, go to Salem at the end of <laughs> April. Yes, we were going to. We were asked to go to Salem at the end of April to be part of something historic, something amazing at an undisclosed location. We cannot say because of everything that's going on right now. Um, but like I said, we can tell you that our plans still are until they tell us that we cannot fly our happy little brooms into Salem, that that's where we are going for our year anniversary. Now, as far as the event for our anniversary that we were asked to do, I wish I could tell you guys because it's it's amazing. It's an amazing piece of it's history that we would be part of. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. It is. It, to be invited to do it, just in oh, general. Yes. It just, it, yeah, we both, you know, teared up. We talked about it. What, last week we talked about it, and we're just like, ooh. You know, oh, very honored. Like, fuck yeah. Like, yeah. ah. Yeah. Because it, it, it isn't just Salem. But like, ah, I wish I could say the location, but I cannot. It's a place where people have been wanting to go for so long and and, yeah. and they couldn't. It's a once of a lifetime thing. I got I did just like order us some really awesome masks to wear. Oh awesome. Yeah. <laughs> are they the medical masks? <laughs> they, they are. And we have cool like little like smiley faces on them and like pig faces on them. Love it. Love it. It's cool. You might as well go in style. I know, right? Hell yeah. So hopefully traveling and whatnot. I know on the east side of the country, it's pretty bad right now. And if you are on the east side, you know, and listening to this, you know, we are thinking of you guys and hoping everything is good and you guys are safe. That's the main thing. Yeah, be healthy, but be safe because of where it's at now, where it could end up. Just please be safe and and be kind, which I'm sure not many unkind people listen. Yeah, well, if you need some, you know, let us know. Maybe we can find you a hookup somewhere. <laughs> just, yes, it, that was our big news. So it, it just better happen. You know, and maybe, maybe if, you know, something happens and it has to be postponed. Right, right. That, that was discussed with the people that I am in contact with for this. Uh, at, yeah, at, at the most devastating thing, it would be postponed. Because regardless, it's I, going to happen. It, it would just be postponed. I can live with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. 
that, you know, after all this is said and done and then having to put together the pieces after this, you know, if, if we can't go to work or, you know, trying to explain it to our kids and, you know, them talk, you know, schools and, you know, we, we got seniors coming up and they're going to miss a lot of their senior year. And then the important parts of the senior year, like senior prom and stuff like that. Destiny's supposed to be getting her driver's wow. license and she can't. Like, it, it's a, yeah, we, everybody's going to be picking up pieces for a while, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yep. But hopefully uh, this will happen. And of course, while we're out there, we will be live probably 99.9% of the time because I do want to document our whole trip. We're just going out for a weekend to do what we went out there to do. We will make some other stops and whatnot, but and, and take you guys along and, and to experience this freaking awesome shit with us. <laughs> I just get excited just thinking about it. I know. You know what? Let's go. I got my broom. I know you got your broom. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) If we fly in, they fly over their radar. (laughs) I got got you, Courtney, and I some witchy witchy necklaces. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. We're so excited. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Like, it's just too much. Like, all this goodness. And then all of a sudden, slap in the face with the corona. Yeah. Damn Corona. Anyway, we better get started on our episode. <laughs> so okay, let's let's jump in here. Uh, Waverly Hills Sanitarium. I I know lots of you guys have been there, uh, which is like totally awesome. Which just reminds me, I need to read some of the things I got off the Facebook from you guys. So <laughs> a little history on Waverly Hills. On um, sorry, I got the sniffles. Uh oh. <laughs> On some land in Louisville, Kentucky, stood a huge home. In 1910, a high-tech for the time hospital went on the same land, Waverly Hills Sanitarium. Uh, its purpose was to serve patients from the surrounding areas. Being with its location of the wetlands um, it, and such, it got a lot of patients with disease called the White Plague, which was also the um, tuberculosis known back then. I'm not for sure what information you have, Mama, so you could jump in at any time if you have more or whatever. So just be like, hey, my turn. <laughs> so, okay, the first part of the 20th century treatment is not anywhere near what we do now, clearly. Uh, clearly. Because <laughs> you got to take yourself back then. They were trying to figure science out in the body and w- what the sickness was, you know, all, all that type of thing. So back then, the number one medicine was fresh air, which is still good to a point. However, back then, it was fresh air no matter what you had. It didn't matter if it was night, day, winter, summer. They stuck you outside. Rain, snow, freezing. You you were outside. Like, fresh air is fresh air. However, to me, fresh air is only good on a sunny day. <laughs> oh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> this they used to stick them on top of the roof. Too. Yeah, we would take them to the top of the building and stick them outside. Yeah, it, it's ah, it's so crazy to even think about. So some other treatments, as they called them back there, or back there, back then, when it came to Waverly Hills and them trying to figure out T T B, they would um, take out ribs and muscles, and, and in hopes that the lungs would expand. And then at one point, somebody was like, "Hey." Let's toss a balloon in there and see if that works too. So yeah, they, any- would, um, they would blow up the balloon and expand yeah. the balloon to, to hope to push the disease out. And then they would, um, they would, the patient would bleed out. Yeah. They would bleed to death. Could you imagine the feeling of that? No. 
No. Like, I, w- I would want to die alone from the feeling and the pain that that caused. Like, just fucking t- chop my head off. <laughs> like, dear. So, that, you know, then it goes back to the hauntings. Well, duh, they're pissed. They were tortured. Oh, yeah. those- Pretty much. The, a lot of them had to have been tortured to death. And I know they had the, you know, the shoot where they just dropped the bodies down. The body shoot, yep. I got, I got some stuff on that. Yeah, that that's absolutely... <sighs> I, again, I have no words for it because that's barbaric, really, when we think about it in today's world. However, like I said, put yourself back then, and it would not, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it makes sense to me back then either. <laughs> well, no, because you, you take a, a body of, you know, somebody loved that person, and so in the middle of the night, you take that body, you throw them down a chute, and you put them on a train. And carry that body away. Mm-hmm. That's a, that belonged to somebody. Yeah, ex- exactly. See, that was my theory was now did when people got admitted in there, did they sign off all whatever? Like if they got admitted by a family member or whatever, was they like, OK, now they are property of you because they're sick or you know what I mean? So that's why they didn't have yeah. to. I, I don't know. Oh, man, if I died there, I'd be pretty pissed as a ghost. Not going to lie. I'm trying yeah, because the- Stuck there forever, no matter what. Yeah, I'm trying to find. Really? Why can't I find things? Well, this is just silliness. I'm trying to find things. I swear. <laughs> um, let me. And wasn't that in like oh, um? There we go. Is it wasn't that in like the room 502? Yes, I have a story too? on that too. Yeah, because I wanted. I do have some more history uh, on the location. Uh, so okay, okay. So the first part of the 20th century treatment. Well, I already said that. So by the time new treatment became available, uh, that was around 1940. By then, tens and thousands of people had died at Waverly. Uh, they they did close it down. But while people were dying in large numbers, they would take the bodies down a tunnel they had built so other patients wouldn't see, also known as the body chute, which you were just talking about. In 1961, Waverly closed its doors and stood abandoned, uh, but not for very long. Uh, what the heck? Okay, yeah, and I, okay, and then in 1962, they turned it into an elderly, an elderly home. That closed in 1982. Uh, it closed due to accusations of, um, abuse, clearly. Uh, again, they did, uh, shock treatment to these elderly people. Oh. So, what would happen is these people would get, you know, sent here, thinking that they were gonna live out their golden years there. Nothing would be wrong with them, and then they'd go through this shock treatment, like, against all, I want to say against all their will, they would get this shock treatment and then people would come to see them and they'd be like, wow. And then these people would never be the same again if they didn't die from it. You know, so people would go in normal and they'd come out effed up. So then, like I said, it closed in 1982. Later plans of the location, they wanted to make it into a prison and then get this. (laughs) Another plan was to put the largest statue of Jesus on site. Oh, yeah, the guy who had bought it and who's going to turn it into a church and just kept on, all his pants kept on falling through. He couldn't raise enough money for it. Yeah. Nobody would donate enough money. That's yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't donate money for that. That's scary. No. Yeah. No. That, just no. Yeah, the 502, did you want to go over that room 502, the story behind it? or? Well, just like, well, you had the... The several stories, but you had the one nurse who hung herself. Yes. That yes. They really don't have any proof or they didn't find any kind of evidence that she did. And then you have the 
one nurse who they said jumped to her death that, yep. you know, committed suicide. There's all, I don't know if you know any other stories. The room 502. The that I found. Right. Well, the, the story to the room 502 is the nurse hung herself and she wasn't found for quite some time afterwards, but it, it is said to that she was pregnant and she was unwed. And then another story went with that, but then also added that she was pregnant with a doctor's baby and was unwed. Oh. And that's why she committed suicide, but she wasn't found right away. And then I did, I heard the one about the nurse going up and then jumping off. I heard that, uh, oh, there was some other ones. Nurse. Yeah, because people claim, you know, if you go to the room 502, you'll see the nurse in uniform and then she'll tell you to leave. Get out. Mm hmm. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, pretty scary stuff, really. I would love to go there. Uh, it's been, I, I, I've talked to other crews and stuff like that. And one crew that I talked to, he's got connections there, whatever. It would be great. However, I would really have to prepare myself and I would probably need more than one night because that place is freaking huge. You're not going to experience everything that you want to experience. Go in there. They say, um, you know, that there's like energetically, it has to be really intense. They say there's, you know, I don't know if the number is correct because I've read different things with the different numbers, but right around 8,000 different people, you know, 8,000 people have died. So, so many yeah. different kinds of energies over so many different kinds of years. That's a lot of intense energy and a lot of different types of energy imprints there and a lot of different types of tragedies to be left behind. That's, oh, yeah. That's a lot. It, it's, it's it's very intense. What is so I think, um, is it, uh, was it the ghost hunter? Let me see where I can find it. Um, let's see. I see. It the, says that, yeah, numerous TV shows have been out there. I've seen quite a bit of footage from out there, but you can go so, there. You can go on the, there's like a daytime tour that you can go and then clearly you can run it out and go for the private investigators. That would be, um, That'd be fun. Like there was one group was talking about how they went in there and they found the the, the kitchen was in shambles. But when they went in there, the they could smell the smell of um like fresh baking bread. Yeah, things like yeah. that. You know those kind of experiences where that's you know actually there's no bread that could have been baking. Right. There's nobody in there. But those kind of, that that's something that would be an energy imprint. Not so much your paranormal experience where there's a ghost actually there, but your energy imprint. Right, right. That happened there. Now, I do. Fascinating. It is very fascinating. I think, like I said, I would need more than one night. I'd want two. I'd want the first night to go where I walk around, that type of thing. Maybe do like the spiritual thing one night because there is so much and and it would take a lot. And then the second night go in with... um, the equipment and stuff like that. See if you can link up, you know, the feelings, the certain things you may have seen, whatever, with the scientific part, you know, because that is a huge location and it's known as one of the most haunted places ever. Like, ugh, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just a lot of negative there. Yeah, there has to be so many mixture of good spirits and evil spirits and, you know, middle spirits that mm-hmm. feed off of each other. You know, they're very... I can see very evil spirits there piggybacking on this, their spirit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drawing, drawing on different kinds of energy. And it just sucks spirit. First mm-hmm. found 
earth sounds fierce just for nowhere to go. Yeah. A very yeah. heavy energy. A very draining. I could see some people going in there just coming out of there very, very drained. Oh, yeah. Exhausted. You need a vacation afterwards for sure. Oh, I know yeah. I would. Yeah. It'd be, now, yeah, it'd be a cool place to go. Great place it would. To go. <laughs> I do have, because I put on the Facebook stories from Waverly. The first one I had was full of bats. <laughs> he said he said it was full of bats. And then Detroit Rock City Paranormal said no bats during our visit, although it was early spring. I'm sure the season has a lot to do with it, which that makes sense. It's it's nobody lives there. It's old. Oh yeah. It you know that's just gonna happen. I'm sure it's got snakes and spiders in there too. Like oh yeah. You know. And somebody else commented on that one. We just got back and we didn't have any issues with bats. But again, that was like four days ago. It's cold out. Bats aren't out yet. So then I got one that said. Me and my team have been there a few times. It's been very active for us, and we have documented some good evidence from there. Timmy is very active child spirit, which I've heard of him, that will interact with you. The fourth floor has a lot of activity. Great EVPs on the fifth floor, and I personally spent 30 minutes chained up to a wheelchair and blindfolded on the fourth floor. It's a breathtaking property when you first see it, and then the excitement kicks in. And then Detroit Rock City Paranormal wrote, we were there at this time last year, first tour of the season, there were 16 of us total. We had the entire place to ourselves. It was awesome, and we had some great experiences. Um, oh, and then the same guy, his name's Chris. He's the one that put the thing about the bats. And then he was like, seriously, they don't tell you that until you get there. So they swoop down at you. My friend said it was awful. It would add to the experience, I think. I don't know. I'd run. I'd throw something in front of the bath and run. <laughs> and then uh, Nathan put, not yet. I want to go there soon. Jody put, going in April. Uh, I believe that's all I have on this one. On the other pages, there was some, but I could not find. I couldn't bring that one up, so that made me mad. But thank you for those stories. If you have any more stories of there, write them in because we'll, we'll go over those, even though, you know, this was the episode. We'll still go over them because that, that's a very well-known place. It's a hot place right now for paranormal investigators. I mean, people are, are waiting. There's a waiting list to get in there. People, like, are insisting they go, like, right now. <laughs> but I don't know. It would be a very cool location. I got a few other locations I want to see, too. That's, I don't know, maybe on, like, my top ten. Which I, I don't know. I checked into it. Shut down now because of coronavirus. So nobody's oh, going to be going in April. I know. <laughs> everything <laughs> shut down. Stupid <laughs> corona. It not matter. Uh-huh. Stupid bats anyway. I know, right? We're all going to have to sit in our homes and use our equipment in our homes. Talk to the ghosts that we know that live with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> talk to them enough. <laughs> <coughs> Uh oh. <coughs> it's not the Corona. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in there. I'm not going to edit that out. I, I wouldn't either. I talked to somebody today. They called me on the phone. They're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I swear to God. I accomplished. She was just allergies. I'm like, it's okay. I promise you. I'm sure it's just allergies. <laughs> they started coughing as soon as I answered the phone. That's funny. And like, it's okay. It doesn't transfer through the phone anyway. <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay if you guys are Yep. Just put, a, just put a lime in it. That's right. So you got anything else on the Waverly or anything else we discussed, like our trip or <laughs> our trip or the Coronas? <laughs> the Coronas. No. 
No, that's, you know, I, I think, um, I don't know, the, the Waverly Hills, it is fascinating. I think it's kind of coincidental that we started covering the Waverly Hills, the coronavirus. I know, thing. we actually planned on this, it's, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just a show of synchronicity and everywhere you start talking about not that the this coronavirus is the white death, like the way right. the hills, you know, the tuberculosis was. It's just the synchronicity of it all. But yeah. um no, I think um even if it does back us off just a little bit, everything happens for a reason. I think um sometimes things like the coronavirus is there not to clear people, it's to clear the energy. And somebody, you know, everything happens for a reason. We'll get there eventually. And, you know, nothing's going to stop us. It's the darkness. The darkness is trying to hold the witches back from stay long. <laughs> we're, we're, gonna, we're coming back, motherfuckers. I'm just kidding. Nothing's going to stop us. No, we're even if I got to walk there, I'll walk there. But shit, gas is cheap as shit right now. <laughs> you see how... You see how powerful we are? They're just trying to stop us. I'm they just are. kidding. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> She's not kidding, listeners. Don't let her fool you. <laughs> I'm just talking shit. I'm having a bit of a panic attack right now. Whew. Maybe it is the coronas. I'm just kidding. It's not. It's a panic attack. Whoa. Um, so, okay. So now we told you guys all of our awesomeness. Hopefully, once it gets closer, things will start clearing up a little more. Things will let up as far as being able to travel. And when that happens, when we get the okay, we will let you know the location we are going. Uh, Because that's like the best part. Are you there? Yeah. Oh, I am. Okay. I'm like, uh, hello? So email us at paranormalxl (laughs) at (laughs) writeme.com. And remember, don't yuck someone else's yum. Okay. There you go. Oh, and don't forget to wash your hands. (laughs) (laughs) Ever. (laughs) Yeah, ever. (laughs) Love you. Bye. (laughs) 